So it's officially December, so we can do Christmas stuff now. So I was like, hmm, let's just do a Christmas special. Fuck it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's do Christmas together. It's at the start of December, but like, still, we can still have fun. It's fine. So this episode is going to be very kind of casual and laid back it's kind of like on youtube that thing where um youtubers they do that whole they they call them chatty get ready with me's right so what they do is they're like getting ready to go out somewhere and they'll just like talk to the camera <laughs> and that and like um like talk to people about so it's basically what i do you know every week on the podcast just while doing makeup except I'm not doing makeup I'm wrapping Christmas presents and I hate it so I'm bringing you along with me on the suffering um and we're gonna talk about Christmas and um I'm gonna I'm gonna play you some of my my Christmas things that I've done and we're gonna talk about that and it will be a very fun, casual, getting ready for Christmas thing, except, you know, it may not be too fun when I have like a, a meltdown later on because I really hate wrapping things, but we'll see. It'll be an adventure. So, um... I am currently wrapping Christmas presents. And let me tell you this. I'm having a terrible time. And I'm quite interested in the concept of cancelling Christmas again. Uh, where did I put my... Oh, everything is inconvenient. Okay. I'm using my laptop to, like, lean on while I'm wrapping stuff. Because... This is hard enough for me as it is. Um, oh, fuck off. Have I? I haven't cut enough wrapping paper. I literally hate this so much. Have I got anything small I can wrap then? Yes. Success. Okay. I just, I don't even get why we have to wrap stuff up. Like... It's not exactly going to be a fucking surprise, is it? I mean, it is. That's probably the point of wrapping things, but... You know what I mean? Oh I'm not using proper, like, tape. I've got... <laughs> I've got this, like, medical tape. Because it's all I could find at the shop. I guess everybody decided they needed to buy fucking shit all all of it so this is this is going really well um okay there we go it's times like this i'm really glad that i am not you know having children because I feel like it gets even harder then because you have to buy them loads of presents. Do you know what I mean? Um, whereas with adults, you you know, you all sort of reach an understanding of, listen, 
the economy's in a bit of a state. Let's not do this, lads. So you can only get them a couple of things and then you don't have to do as much wrapping. Whereas with kids, they don't understand things like that because, you know, they're children and they've been fed this narrative of if you're good, then you get presents and they don't understand. So you have to get them loads of stuff, which means loads of wrapping. And frankly, I just, I don't know that I could be bothered. You know, and I can't exactly say to them, oh yes, none of your presents are wrapped because, you know, Santa couldn't be asked because they're not really going to accept that, are they? Um, but luckily, that is not my problem. Oh my God, I haven't cut enough paper for this either. So now I'm going to have to cut more paper and do some kind of like... Honestly, oh god, I'm using, I know that I'm using too much tape here, I know that, but it's it's like a defence mechanism, <laughs> if I just wrap it up really tight, no one's going to know that it looks like shit, because I can't wrap presents, right, okay, I'm just going to take this big bit here, and just sort of wrap it around and hope for the best. Why didn't I just cut this bit to begin with? Honestly. I'm such a mug. I make this so much harder for myself than it needs to be. But... Oh, God. For a moment, I had like a momentary lapse and I forgot what I was actually wrapping and who it was for. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to unwrap it again. Oh, my God, oh, my God. But then I remembered, so we're good. This is really... I've also, in the midst of this, realised that there are a few things I forgot to get. So, I've had to, <laughs> had to like make a list of things I'm going to try and remember to get before the end of the month. Um, which is annoying because now, obviously, everyone's going to be out doing their Christmas shopping. And I got really smug thinking, oh, I've done it before, so I won't have to be in all the crowds and that. And now I probably will. So that's really brilliant. And I'm really excited that I have fucked up to that extent. Um, I haven't bought gift tags, right? So what I'm doing... Honestly, this is a massive waste of paper in the trees of dying. But there we are. What can I do? Um, I'm using wrapping paper to... Oh, fuck. Where's that gone? Um, to, to make gift tags because <laughs> because I I just it's what I do every year I always say to myself I'll get gift tags this year and I never do because you know life is hard <laughs> right I just almost want my own name wrong so this is really going well right honestly next year i'm just giving up on all this i'm just gonna tell them no i'm sorry i can't i'm like 
I'm taking a year off. I've had enough. I'll still release a Christmas single because I like having money, but everything else, I'm just... I'm not taking part. I'm sorry, lads. right so that is one present done and it took me almost seven minutes because that is life when your fucking hands don't really work properly and also you're quite incompetent at knowing the lengths of things you're supposed to cut merry fucking christmas everybody December dawns. I open up new doors every day. Brave enough to be unafraid, learning to live again. Fairy tales, fairy lights. Illustrious, illuminated, inside my own mind. Breaking out whenever you are close. The sky is frosted, sweet hope is in the air as choirs kill the silence of the evening on streets bathed in blue angelic light. Stars send me signs, illuminating a path to something true. And maybe this Christmas I'll believe in magic again. So Christmas low-key kind of sucks when you're an adult because you have all the responsibility and none of the excitement because, you know, you finally realise that there isn't some dude who will show up unannounced to bring you presents. They're actually just bought by, like, regular humans. Um, and when you're an adult, you realise, actually, Christmas dinner does not make itself. You actually have to do it especially if Christmas is at your house this year and all that kind of stuff and so it can be hard sometimes to kind of get into it and be excited about it but I kind of am this year right and the reason for that is because I, I'm happy about things in my life and so it makes me a bit more like hype for what could be one of the uh, more stressful times of the year for me because I am I'm hosting Christmas at my house um, so I'm a little bit stressed um, for that but I I guess in a sense this year I got an early Christmas present. Um, <laughs> is it lame to say that like falling in love is like a present? I don't care if it is because I'm doing it anyways. But <laughs> it just it makes me feel like just a bit happier like in general in my life. And so it kind of makes me like feel like 
everything is a bit more magical. And when I wrote that, I was thinking of this very specific moment, right? Um, <laughs> when they, um, when they switched on the, the Christmas lights, uh, in town, uh, and the tree and everything, I, I never normally go because, like, it's crowded and I just don't care. Um, but I went this year specifically to take pictures to send to my boyfriend because he likes Christmas and stuff. So I thought, yeah, I want to do that. And in that moment, it was, it just felt very, very nice to like, see everything lit up and, and nice and and so I was just kind of thinking about that moment and thinking about you know what it would be like you know in the future and 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 thinking you know this is something special that I have and I'm very very happy and I'm very grateful for that. I wrote Winter Girl at a bus stop, <laughs> uh, and it was really cold that day, um, and the bus was super late. Um, this is when I still lived like in the countryside, and so that was a very common occurrence. Um, that doesn't happen so often now, like living in the big city, 
and by big city I mean a small town but we have regular bus services so it feels like a big city to me anyway um so I was waiting for the bus and I was like I kind of want to write a Christmas song but I don't know what I want to write it about and I need to you know what I mean I don't want to like write something that doesn't sound like me and like write something completely different to who I am and my you know the kind of things that I make um but I managed to figure it out um and so I created something that I feel is still true to me artistically but has that kind of unmistakable Christmas vibe and sound um and I really like doing the music video for that one I I filmed it in London I went up and it was really great to kind of explore the aesthetics of London at Christmas and to um to kind of capture that and and sort of get to take it home with me it was really fun and exciting um I was kind of imagining what like somebody who because it was about kind of being in that new phase of a relationship when you know when you're sort of just getting together and you know that you're you're damaged you're hurt and you're trying not to let that get in the way because you found somebody that makes you happy and you want to make them happy too and you want to um to not screw things up but you're so scared and so you think immediately like your first thought is okay well give me a chance I can be different I can be better I can be what it is that you need um and so you throw yourself into that sometimes I don't think that's actually what you need to do but I think the person in that song hadn't quite reached that that point yet and they didn't know that I hope that by this Christmas they would have figured it out but who knows <laughs> but it was it was a really fun song to write and I really enjoyed making the video too um uh and considering the the Christmas song I put out this year it is not as much of a downer as some of the other things I've written so that's uh very on brand oh dear <laughs> I've wrapped something and I've made it look like it's like something expensive like jewelry but do you know what it is it's more teasers than a candy cane and I can say that because the person it's for isn't going to listen to this. And it's not their only present, so. Um, but it looks like a jewellery box. And it's going to be like that moment in the films where, like, the wife thinks, oh, oh, he's bought me, he's bought me, like, a bracelet or a necklace or something. And then she opens it and it's just, like, talc. <laughs> Except this person is not my wife, so I don't know why they had such lofty expectations. And I did get them other things as well, so... When I was little, I always hated asking for things for Christmas. It would make me feel bad because I'd be like, you know, I don't really need anything. And, you know, I feel like the things that I want are expensive. 
And so it would make me feel guilty. So I would just sort of um and ah over it for ages until my my mum would just kind of force me to <laughs> to sit down and make a list. Um, and it's still very much that now. She's She's been on at me for weeks. Um, so I had to sit down and I had to make a list of things. Um... Um, but it was it was difficult because you know I'm very much of the mindset of if I want something I'll just buy it myself or if I don't have the money for it right now I'll just wait and then get it when I do like <laughs> um, because I'm very I'm very self sufficient so the idea of other people buying me things is weird to me um, which is why. For some of the people who have asked me before, when people say, you know, about, you know, do I have like a wish list they can buy things for me on? I'm like, <laughs> what? No. Um, because I don't know, it would just feel weird for me to to have people just taking time out of their day to buy me presents. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Um, because I... I'm very, you know, hashtag Destiny's Child Independent Woman, you know, um, and so I I find it difficult, um, uh, but this year I managed to make a, a list, I made a list on Amazon, you know, I, I sent it to anybody who asked me. Um, it took me a long time, but I did it. Um, but at the same time, I get annoyed when other people don't know what they want. And I know that that's hypocritical because I spend like the whole year being like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm indecisive about everything. You ask me what I want for dinner, God, I don't know. You ask me what I want for breakfast, I don't know. You ask me what I'd like to do today, I don't know. Um, so for me to sit here and be like, how dare you not know what you want for Christmas so I can buy it? What the fuck? It's obviously quite hypocritical. But, you know, being human is hypocritical. We all do these things. And, <laughs> you know, it's fine. I, I'm sure that we'll all figure it out. And if not, well, we all have to pretend we're happy on Christmas anyway, so it's not really going to matter. So, I'm answering some Christmas questions. We're doing a Christmas Q&A. Um, so, the first one's an anonymous question. Um, what is the best thing about Christmas for you? <sighs> um, it used to be getting presents when I was a kid. Uh, now, uh, it's just kind of... Um, like sort of celebrating that I've sort of almost reached the end of the year and I like to think about you know all the things that I've done and spend time with people that I care about um I know that really those kinds of things are supposed to be done on new year but I don't like new year's so you know no one's the boss of me and what I do during the holidays uh, Josie asked, what's your favourite Christmas song? Uh, 
All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. All the versions of it. I love them. I have an entire playlist on my phone that is just versions of that song. So, yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> uh, Anonymous asked, will you ever write happy Christmas songs? Um, I can't even come back against that because, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and pretend like the ones I have written have been super happy. Um, maybe one day. Um, I'll let you know next Christmas. How about that? <laughs> we'll see. Um, Zach's Films asked, favourite seasonal item of clothing? I have these really cute gloves. Um... I got them in uh, in a, a shop while I was on holiday a couple of years ago. And they're so cute. They're like these little snowman gloves. And they're just really cute. So them, probably. Um, Anonymous asked, what was the best Christmas present you've ever got? Oh, God. Uh, um... A couple of years ago, my mum got me a new record player and that was really good because I, I still use it like all the time um, and it's really, it's really cute and really nice and I love it. So probably that, yeah. Um, Katie asked, what is your favourite Christmas film? Oh. Hmm. Interesting. I think... Um, Probably either It's a Wonderful Life or the original Black Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. That's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> Dominic asked, what's your favourite activity on a Christmas market? Oh, you see, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I've, like, been to what constitutes a Christmas market. I, I went to what I think was one last year. <laughs> When I was filming the video for Winter Girl, I went up to London to film some stuff there. And I, I they have like this thing in Leicester Square. And I, I guess it's like a Christmas market. It's really small, but um, I liked, um, I like getting hot chocolate. Does that count? Because it's just, it's a very wintry vibe and it's nice. Um... I know that they have, like, a lot of those, uh, you know, sort of things in the UK. Um, I just have yet to go to a proper one. Perhaps that could be something I do this Christmas. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it on my list. <laughs> um, Kylie asks, do you have any Christmas traditions? Kind of, yes. Uh, when I was a kid, and I still do this now... Me and my brother were allowed to have whatever we wanted for breakfast on Christmas. We didn't have to have anything sensible. So we would always have, like, weird stuff. Like, pancakes and ice cream. Or, like, <laughs> chocolate fudge cake and stuff like that for breakfast. Um, so that, I've, I always, like, like, we still do that. And I've always enjoyed that. It was sort of a a slight bit of whimsical rule breaking to kick off you know a day of doing absolutely nothing that we were told 
Um, and I, I, I mean, I still do it now, even though I'm an adult and I am the authority in my life. And <laughs> if I want to have, you know, chocolate cake or ice cream for breakfast every day, I could and no one's going to stop me. But it just, it still feels kind of risky and fun. So, <laughs> um, Anonymous asked, which advent calendar do you have? Ooh, that is a sore spot. It's not your fault, but... <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I have forgotten to get an advent calendar. And I keep... I, I kept trying to remember. I only remembered the other day because my boyfriend sent me a picture of his and I was like, oh, I forgot to get an advent calendar, oh my God. And so I was like making plans to get one the next day. And then I went to the shop and they didn't have any. Like, there was just none. So I'm now on the hunt for an advent calendar, but I keep forgetting. So will I find one before actual Christmas? I don't know. We will see. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't currently have one. Um, Eleanor asked, are you excited for Christmas? Um somewhat yes i've been kind of thinking about christmases gone by you know um and i've been thinking about uh some of the things that have happened over the years. I have just remembered one of the most dramatic moments of my life. Um, it's just peak me, really. Um, when I was, I want to say 10, but you know how I get with time. I could be 10, I could have been... I think I was, I was definitely still in primary school, so I'm just going to go with 10. Uh, basically, I had an accident when I was out and I ended up having to go to hospital because basically I fell on like this metal thing and it basically cut like this huge hole in my leg and for a few moments none of my family believed me they thought I was just being dramatic and then I showed them and I was like there's a massive hole in my leg guys and they were like yeah okay we should probably go to the hospital I, I mean I guess this is what happens to the girl who dramatically cries wolf all the time. I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> we go to the hospital. And this was like November, right? So I had to go to the hospital. I had a bit of a dramatic moment. May or may not have monologued at a nurse who was trying to put stitches in my leg. Um, because I was not having a good time. Um, I did some colouring in. I really vividly remember that I did colouring in. So maybe I was younger than 10. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> or maybe I just was 10. I, I still like colouring in, so I don't know. Anyway, um, so I had to have stitches, right? And I had to have the stitches out like a week later. And that was even more drama because I was not feeling it. Um, I <laughs> This does tie into Christmas, by the way, I promise. Um, so... I, I had to go to the doctors to get them done and I basically, I refused to let the nurse do it. I was like, no, no. So um, my granddad was looking after me that day, but he had to go to work. So he was like, look, I have to go. So 
just give us the thing and then we'll do it at home because it's like this like fucking knife thing it's horrible and so <laughs> he had to take that um and he was I mean he was supposed to take me back to school but he didn't so I just got to go to work with him and and then when I got home and my my mom was like what do you mean she hasn't had the stitches out yet and so she had to do it um that was a palaver as you can imagine um but jump forward a couple of weeks later we (laughs) we used to always go up um to see some of my my granddad's family um and and we would go up to uh Peterborough to go and visit them and we were on the way back on the way back home and I was like it was a Sunday I feel I was sort of halfway depressed because I had school the next day and also halfway depressed because (laughs) because Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas came on in the car and I just thought to myself well this is it I'm scarred for life now there is a scar on my leg that will never leave I've had such a traumatic year this is it it's never going to go away. And I, I literally, I was sat there in the back of the car having a little cry. Everyone else was asleep, apart from my granddad, obviously, because he was driving and that would be very dangerous. And I'm just sort of having a little a little sniffle to myself, really dramatic, like... And the, the bit where, where she's, like, um, <laughs> you know, talking about, obviously, the new year and stuff, and I was like, well, the new year means nothing to me anymore because I am scarred and I was so dramatic it was ridiculous I mean now god I don't even notice it like it's, I'm looking at my leg right now and I, like I have to really look to see it but I didn't realize that at the time it was dramatic um so yeah I've always been a little bit of a drama llama but I feel like maybe that's why people like me so it's okay for a platform where you can have your voice heard find your home and find your voice on rumble the brand new video platform where you can share your thoughts express your passions and find like-minded people and creators download rumble from the app store or visit rumble.me to find out more Oh, boy.
actually wrote that in September I just had a random urge to to write something a bit seasonal um so that was fun but I I was really thinking about um one of my friends um he kind of he's a really good person um, but he was kind of getting too caught up in the past and it was like he was missing what was right there for him and I told him I told him that uh, <laughs> you know because I obviously think I'm so smart and I know everything but you know he agreed with me and he said you know you're right you're right um and so I think sometimes when it's Christmas you kind of you just carry on and you just try and make make it through and, and get on with it and you know so I was kind of thinking about his situation that he was in and not just him but you know the people around him the new life that he was kind of walking away from and I was like bro you know like come come live in the now you know there are people that love you there are people that care about you come come and be with us you know um 
and thankfully it's had a better ending than that song uh, because it actually it's turned out okay so I'm really happy for him um, and it's all it's all been good but obviously I had to make the song quite depressing because I have a brand to maintain fuck is going on with this whole election business peace is possible and must be achieved we want Scotland to remain inside the EU and we want the UK to remain inside the EU Labour is weak and divided and completely unable to offer any sort of opposition to the Tories and I say I say to all the doubters do so it's just going to be a brief election update this week because we're feeling Christmassy and we're not going to let the messy Westminster bitches ruined that. Um, <laughs> so, Jo Swinson had her turn with Andrew Neil this week. Um, I mean, it was fine, I guess. Uh, it was a bit awkward. He asked her about apologising for the Liberal Democrats' support of benefit cuts and austerity during the coalition. And she kind of did this very, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't know, maybe, I don't know, to me it came off as kind of defensive and I'm tired of having to apologise about this. And you know what, maybe she is, but people's lives were changed because of her actions. People's lives were changed in a very negative way. And so, yeah, she might have to spend the rest of her life apologising for that. But, you know, that's what happens when you make drastic decisions that affect other people's lives. Um, Sorry, sis. <laughs> um, what else happened? Um, Donald Trump threw a tantrum and went home. Um, basically... There was a video that surfaced of um, Boris Johnson and Justin, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, Trudeau? The, the, the guy from Canada, you know who I mean. Um, basically making fun of Donald Trump for that thing where he like takes a bunch of questions and brags about himself. So then he... <laughs> He basically just sort of stormed off home when when the video leaked and he was asked about it and he was like, oh, Justin's two-faced. And then he just sort of stropped off. So, you know, Donald Trump is still a baby. Jeremy Corbyn was asked in an interview if he watches the Queen's speech at Christmas. Um, and he said yes. But then he got caught in the lie because he he said about it being on in the morning and it normally airs in the afternoon. 
And it was really weird because it was like, it was weird for him to have been asked about it because like, who cares if he does or he doesn't really. But it was weird for him to like, lie. Like, if you don't watch it, just say, like, it's not that deep, man. Just be like, nah, I, I don't watch it. I have other things that I do on Christmas Day. I don't, like, sit and watch the Queen say the same thing every year from her fucking palace about everybody working together and supporting each other when she lives a life that means she can't understand anybody that she rules over. But anyway, I'm rambling. But the point is... It was weird of them to ask him, but it was weird of him to try and lie about it. Like, <laughs> it just kind of seemed like, really, dude? Like, just say no. <laughs> like, I feel like people would think better of him if he'd have just said, no, I don't. But okay. Um, some Extinction Rebellion protesters dressed as bees and glued themselves to the Liberal Democrat bus which is an electric bus, so some people thought that was a bit weird. Um, not to be a bitch about it, but their bee costumes weren't even that good, so... Sorry, guys, but it was a bit of a letdown. Um, <laughs> like, they just, I don't know, the costumes just looked very... Um, lame, I'm not gonna lie. It just looked a bit shit, really. Um, Boris Johnson still hasn't been interviewed by Andrew Neil. And at this point, he probably won't be. Um, because he's a coward. Uh, they had a leaders debate in Scotland. Um, I mean... It was... You know. Um, it was basically three dudes yelling about the union. And, <laughs> you know, once again, as is often the case during this entire campaign, Nicola Sturgeon came across as very rational and sensible. Um, don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> Um, it was a bit weird that they didn't invite the Greens, I'm not going to lie, uh, because the Greens tend to do pretty okay in Scotland, so it was a bit of a weird choice to just not invite them, but I mean, okay. By the time this airs, there'll only be a few days left until the election. And after that, when the episode after this one airs, the election would have been gone. So, I hope that you've enjoyed our trek through election hell. Um, and all that is left for me to say is that if you are in the UK and eligible to vote, or if you are overseas and eligible to vote, I sincerely hope that you will do that. Um, voting is a very important right 
that I think a lot of people take for granted. It's not always easy to make the choice and to look at the options that you have and make a decision. Um, but it is something that in the UK we have the right to do and we're very fortunate because there are some people across the world that don't have that and historically there have been some people in the UK that have not had that right and whichever way you vote I just hope that you will use that right. Obviously, I cannot <laughs> I I cannot force you to vote a certain way. But what I would say is this. We in the UK are one of the richest countries in the world. And we can do so much better than children living in poverty, people freezing to death on the streets. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the main opposition party have all the answers because I don't think they do. But there is more than just the Conservative Party and I feel we deserve better than the Conservative Party. And so with that in mind, if you're asking for what my endorsement is, anyone but the Conservatives is what I will say. Um... I just, I think another five years of a Conservative government is not sustainable. I do not think that the things that matter to our society, the priorities that we have, education, healthcare, just the general well-being of the population, I do not think that is sustainable under a Conservative government. And so, if you want my advice, I would say vote for a candidate that is not standing for the Conservative Party, preferably the candidate that has the best chance of beating the Conservative candidate where you are. Um, that's, that's really all I can say. Um, I'll put some links in the description about, um, tactical voting and things like that, because that should be helpful for that, if that's your aim. But, um, we have a chance to make things different, and I hope that you will.
Okay. I've done something a little bit, a little bit bad, but it's fine. I bought um, a box of chocolates for someone, but I'm not gonna lie. I have wrapped like six presents now, and I feel like I deserve a treat. So I'm having this box of chocolates, and I'll buy them another one. But I'm having a little look, and I'm not gonna lie. This is all the bit shit, really, isn't it? I feel like I've been scammed a little because there's only two of the little cream eggs things. Like, what the fuck is that? Fucking Cadbury. It's Christmas. Maybe don't be a fucking prick about it. You know what I mean? Give the people what they want. Who the fuck is sitting there saying, you know what I want this Christmas? Cadbury eclairs. Nobody. Apart from, like, fucking public dangers who should be on lists. They've, they've put fucking four of them in here. Who is asking for them? Who are these people? What do they want? Apart from fucking Cabrio Claire's, obviously, which are grim. Is it right? I've had enough of this. Right, okay. There's... Bloody hell. There's four of these fucking eclairs. What the fuck? There's only two caramel. What is this? Honestly, not to be all first world problems about this, but I really actually do feel that maybe this is why we have to Brexit. Do you know what I mean? I've had enough. Well, not enough of the cream egg cabri heroes. I'd like to tell you that I have continued wrapping presents, right? But I don't want to lie. Um, because it's Christmas and we're supposed to all be, you know, good people. But um, I haven't. I just, I got a bit, like, sick of it. Especially after the chocolate befuffle. So I had a little bit of a break. And <laughs> I had, I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have a little break. I ended up laying in bed and watching the Office Christmas special. And then... <laughs> I forgot how good it was. Like, fucking hell. Anyway. Um, and then I fell asleep for a little bit. Um, I'm recording this on a Sunday, so I feel like that's okay. So I feel like Sunday's the day you're meant to do that. Um, and I am recording ahead of time. So I feel like, again, I deserve a little luxury. Anyways... Um, I'm I'm just sort of looking at these presents now, like, come on, just power through, just do it. But honestly, can't be asked. All right, I'll do one more. Okay. Um, but <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna try and pick something easy because ah, this will do. Nice little. Oh god. Where have I put my scissors? Should I be trusted with scissors? Perhaps not, and yet. Um, I um, I saw a video on Twitter yesterday. Twitter, where I get all my news and information. Uh, it was from Channel 4. They're doing a... 
a dispatcher special on poverty in the UK, um, which a lot of people like to pretend doesn't happen. Um, but I can tell you uh, from obviously the video I saw on Twitter, but also, you know, my own experiences in the past, it definitely does. Um, a lot of people like to put blame on the people in those situations. They say, oh, you know, if they manage their money better, if they did this, if they did that. A lot of the time, the people saying those kinds of things have never had to live in that kind of uncertainty, in that kind of situation, because they come from a very, a very privileged background. And so they don't understand that sometimes it's not as easy as just, you know, working out a budget at the start of the month or, you know, um, picking up some extra hours at work or whatever. Um, but it was a video about a mum and her kids. And it was about how they're having to live in unsuitable housing. They are having to keep their coats on at night when they go to sleep because it's so cold. Um, they, they don't have enough to get by. And uh, there was some stuff in there about how they're, how they're preparing for, um, for Christmas on the way, obviously. Um, and it was... Obviously, that kind of thing is, is hard to to see, um, especially knowing that this is one of the richest countries in the world, and it definitely doesn't have to be like that. Um, but having, having experienced, um, you know, not always having what you need, I just... It's one of those things that I kind of always thought, you know, as time goes on, things will get better and these things won't happen anymore. But it's something that isn't being prioritised. People don't seem to, you know, the government doesn't care about helping these families, helping these people who are vulnerable and need help, need support. And so it's something that often gets done by communities, by the people around them, which I think is, it's one of the best things about our society. But at the same time, I think it's a damning indictment of our government that it comes to that. Um, however... The, the Christmas period is often one of the times in which um, food banks across the UK have their highest demand um, because people, people just can't afford it and things are very difficult and very challenging. So what I am going to do uh, in the description of this I'm going to put some links to um, food banks across the UK um, and organisations that help. This present looks terrible, but it's fine. Uh, different organisations that help people. Um, and I 
it is my my solemn Christmas hope or whatever that we can we can do that together and we can help people um, every every year I hope that things will be different and that it won't be the case that families will have to go to food banks um, vulnerable people will get the support that they need but unfortunately we're getting close to the end of the year and it hasn't happened yet so I hope that you will join me in helping people out you know and if you if you don't have anything that you can give that's cool um you can give your time you can give awareness you can you know talk about these things on social media talk to your friends let them know you know this is a thing that's happening and there are people that need our help they need our support and we can make a difference because honestly if we leave it to those pricks at Westminster it's just not going to happen away to sit by the sea, watching anime in the middle of the night. The tide copies me, running and returning too, just to see if things feel any better, when you finally escape. It doesn't, if you are followed by what you ran from. I am followed by absurdly long run-on sentences that don't rhyme because I'm pretentious and a teacher told me once that I don't have to be like everyone else, so I'm consumed with that now. I'm also consumed with complexes about my appearance, my heart, my destined destination. I sent my love a love letter from the shower because I was showered with suspicion that Maybe one day he'd stop loving me because I'm just the kind of girl who can't accept that maybe I am destined to be desirable for somebody. Now I'm sounding like a Smith song, surrounded by shame at the fact that I've never felt proud of who I ended up being. Hang the poet because fuck it, she might enjoy it. In the afternoon, I watch a prince feeding pigeons outside a dungeon where I keep my but as you'll know, she's gone missing, happily captive and forcing me to smile a little too. The pigeons show their gratitude by asking for more, crowding his crown, their mouths still full of food, spitting seeds as they scream, please daddy, can I have some more? And honestly, I can relate. It's Christmas soon and I have a complex about that too. I meet the eye of every elegant dressed tree saying how do you do to gift related anxiety as I journey through December waiting for it to be over. I have a long list of wishes I want but my mum can't get these things on Amazon so I'm not sure that I should say to her when she asks. Just get me a new face, a competent government and an end to the ache of being unsure of where my life is going because well nobody invites Debbie Downer back for New Year even if they gave birth to her. I've waited my whole life for the life that I have, the 
life that I see on the horizon. Yet every time I get a bit of happiness, a little hit of happiness, I am back in the gutter, back at it again, vapid with eyes full of wonder, watching pigeons pester strangers for more of the same, mouthing, same, as I smoke a cigarette, expelling smoke rings and regrets over nothing in particular. Please, Daddy, can I have some more? But I don't know what I want more of. We'll figure that out later. That's kind of like a late addition uh, to the episode because I recorded all of this before I came on holiday. (laughs) Um, But I've ended up writing a load of stuff while I was here. And that one mentions Christmas and my (laughs) my aforementioned Christmas anxiety. So I thought I might just include it fuck it, it's, it's, you know, it's very bleak but fun and that's kind of my brand, so, (laughs) um, but I really, I just, I got the idea because I, um, well, two things happened, number one, last night I really did just, like, go down to the beach and just, like, sit there watching the ocean and then also watching anime on my phone, um, just because I felt like it, you know, so, (laughs) um that was fun and so I kind of I was just thinking about that earlier today um and as I was I saw a a man feeding some pigeons and so I just thought I don't know how but I'm gonna link these two things together and then I did um but (laughs) every time I I um every time I think about you know, Christmas, it's kind of like, at the moment for me, like, I'm excited, but also scared, because, you know, I'm a grown-up now, and I have a part to play, and it's all like, oh god, I can't screw it up, and whatever, (laughs) um, but I was just kind of thinking about all my different anxieties, and I was like, hey, let me just give a shout out to them all, because it's Christmas, and if you can't, you know, give a shout out to the ones who've been there with you consistently, even if them being there with you consistently has been horrible, then when can you do it? regular episode where I'll be yelling about things and stuff again um (laughs) but until then you can find more of my work on my website jenniferwan.com and on social media with the username miss j squared on instagram facebook tumblr twitter all the places really um thank you to my patreon supporters amanda kylie melissa anna sam k 
Katie, Christina, Josie, Gabriella, David, and Eleanor. Our Patreon subscribers um, this week can access um, advanced copies of my new book and album. And there will be more fun things for you in the coming weeks. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. I will see you all next week. Good night, my love. And Merry Christmas. Oh my God, I can't believe I almost forgot that. <laughs>